Uh, welcome to round three of The Shelf. Um, this will be expanding on um, the last round where we went through the rejected, about five rejected um, items in the list. Um, we'll be continuing this little trend. Yeah. I think it's quite useful. Yeah. Um, for us as well as our listeners. Yeah, it's, it's always good to kind of go through the method of how we rejected the ideas. Yep. And what 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 ended them up in the the column. Yep. So last time your favorite one was um to do with onboarding swag bags. Yep. Um and mine was search ads. So yeah, do you know, a brief overview was the onboarding swag bags was it does what it says on the tin really. It's for small companies to to get branded merch and kind of onboarding goodie bags if you like. Yep. For small companies. Yep. And the search ads app was to manage your kind of Apple um App Store ads um in sort of a a one size fits all container an app nice. an app <laughs> you want to kick us off then ross yeah okay so our next um project on the shelf is an offline tube map for walking between stops so this is based off uh, a walking tube map that the tfl released of the london underground uh i think in what, july last year uh, and it gives you the amount of steps it typically takes to walk between stations. Uh, so the idea of here that they're trying to promote is, you know, healthier living and healthier yeah. commutes. And I thought it would be quite good if we could actually put that into an app. Um, I think this was rejected simply because of the vast amount of competition that was out there. Yeah, I mean, um, one thing that springs to mind is obviously City Map have offline maps, but whether it's the distance between walking between stops and I think we had a few downs well not downsides but problems. Yeah, it was just you had to get you had to get the route exactly right for it mm. to be super accurate because even if you're like losing one or two minutes it makes all the difference between like whether it's quicker to walk or to get the tube. Yep. Um yeah, and it was just having that and obviously you got the connectivity problems and it's yeah, it's just a problem that's tried to be solved so many times by city map tube map yep. many others. Um just wasn't one that we felt viable. Yep. So it's gone in the rejected pile. We need a little sound. Like a yeah, we do. Wah, wah, wah. do. Um, cool. <laughs> to move on to the next one. Um, so this product was kind of... We, we saw something that enabled you to uh, find the peripheral... Is it the peripheral? Or the wire? Uh, yeah, the, peripheral. The wire right wire? The... To connect two things together, basically. To connect your devices, a computer, yep. to so a tablet or to a TV. So say if you wanted to connect your laptop with a mobile phone, um, it will say, it'll ask you a bunch of questions, whether it's USB-A or USB-C, mm-hmm. and it'll find the right cable for you to connect your computer and your phone. Um, we saw a website that did this already, but I think, Ross, you thought you could do it much better. <laughs> yeah, I felt... Um, I just felt that they could have used something like image recognition, uh, which would have been really cool to kind of see in practice because I think this is quite a good use case for it. So I think, go on. I think the current website is functional and it's yet manual. I I really do agree and I see a use case there for image recognition. Yeah. Uh, it's just whether we can train train models and stuff to make it uh as accurate. I think I think this is one that still actually might have a bit of legs to be honest. I yeah. think um it's it should at least be in the research stage. Yeah, and this this current site the UX is definitely definitely not as good as it could be, to say the least. Okay. 
So uh, should we put that into the research stage now? Maybe we need, yeah, maybe we need a, an unearthed column. Or unearthed. Unearthed. <laughs> unearthed noise. <laughs> yeah. Rising from the grave. I don't, I don't have a noise for that. Right, okay. Right. Right. <laughs> so, so we've moved that back to the research stage. Um, we'll have another look at it. Um, do some research around mm-hmm. if it's, I think, feasible first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and obviously, there's a good use case for it. So if it's feasible, then um, we need to start thinking about monetizing it and all the other possibilities mm-hmm. that we go through. Yeah. But yeah. it would be really cool if I could point my phone at a port and it tells me what port it is. Yeah. yeah. And, and then shows me which cables. For sure. Solves a big problem. Affiliate links. <laughs> All right. So it's coming soon. Um, we'll probably touch on it in a later episode when we come back to the research stage. We could have definitely, definitely use that for our podcast setup. Definitely. Yeah. That. That's when when configuring our podcast and finding out which headphone would fit in where and exactly. cables. Cool. All right. Moving on to the next one. Um, app system, which allows users to manage block slash limit the use of other apps oh that's that's unearthing a big big problem uh, well the c- one comment that's on there this isn't possible on ios says it all so that's probably why it got rejected however it um it would be possible on android yep. yeah but you know i imagine it's been done it's probably I, been done i haven't looked but i imagine it. it's Actually, the same. i did I used to have an app that did this i mean there was a, yeah. there's a lot of um ones online like productivity kind of yeah, you know, encouragers and all that and stuff to just stops you doing. Yeah, so the problem is people using these apps too much. Pokemon Go for for Louis was Instagram, Netflix, and uh, two deliveries. Apparently, that's a use case limiting the number of deliveries you get. Hmm. Um, definitely an issue. Obviously, we've talked about addiction in kind of s- software development before. Yep. See all these all these this software is made to be to entice the user to spend as much time as possible. Yep. It's great for investors, more more time on the app. And yeah, the case is blocking, which I think I remember studying in psychology A-level in terms of food, in terms of like dieting and losing weight. If you are to block, block the, like restrict your diet, it's found to be not as successful. And I'd assume that's probably a similar case here if you're blocking... Instagram, yeah, or restricting yourself may not, you know, studies have shown for food that it wasn't as the, the most useful way to rest, uh, to cut down mm. on no. what you're trying to stop. The best is kind of, well, not necessarily the best, but for some people, the best is like distraction. So, like if you've got a deadline or just something else to yeah. do to keep you occupied. Sure. So it's more like productivity focus versus yeah, like oh, I'm I'm addicted to Pokemon Go. Yeah, I'm spending way too much time. Um, and yeah. So that yeah, I mean that was rejected because yeah, basically yeah. it's been done. It wasn't really useful. Well, it it couldn't be done as far as we know on iOS. So mm-hmm. unless it's kind of voluntary, like forest. Yeah, exactly. Yep. All right, moving on to the next one. Uh, walking tours app. So you, you go to a city, you find a good walking tour, and it will tell you sort of the distance that you go, how long you spend there, and the interests that you cover. So whether you want to like a walking tour on architecture, if you mm-hmm. go to York, for example, nice city, it's full of architecture. Yeah. So it'll give you a walking tour of that city. Um, Say so it, it, it can't, you kind of do it through the app. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I guess it, it would be for discovering walking tours as well. Um, yeah. Downloading yeah. it if you want to go offline and then 
doing it. Yeah, I think uh, I'm sure there's a bunch of different competitors here on our research re- research document. Um, I think it, uh, a platform probably does exist. I didn't I didn't look into this one, but yeah, they pla- do. Yeah, there, yeah, there's basically ones that just offer. There's even community ones for people, other people that have just created like good walks. Yeah, uh, I think that's cool. It, yeah, it's quite cool. Uh, th- yeah, this kind of came out of when I was in Chicago, and I went on. I can't remember what it's called. It's like a Wikipedia, but not Wikipedia for like walking tours online. Okay. Um, and it came up with some quite good stuff. Um, and so, like following that, um, I thought it would be good if you could combine that with the also element of a lot of people now are offering, or a lot of companies now offer free walking tours where they try and sign you up and they either upsell you at the end or ask for donations so they get quite a lot of money for fire that way yeah, and yeah, sometimes probably a lot more in European cities. yeah so they happen all the time in Europe um, it's kind of combining those two concepts so being like people creating these these tours and then they get rewarded for it at the end if it's good enough mm-hmm. I think it seems like a fair game that walking tour yeah lives a lot of value yeah and the people people obviously feel like they've got got something out of it so we did a lot of research on this by the looks of a document um why was it rejected? Uh, I think it's just down to competition, which I think is a yeah, yeah. I think is a bit of a poor excuse to reject it, really, okay. in my opinion. It'd be interesting to see the kind of use cases that AR Kit brings about in terms of tours and city tours. You know, especially kind of Google on-screen navigation and like overlays. Yeah. Um, what I've seen, which would be really cool, is kind of like portals when you're when you're on a tour so you're in an old street in London and you can kind of like you're at a certain location and you can kind of open and look through a window to what it would have been like maybe like an artist's impression very nice um, like it of yes, what of cool. what that street could have been like yep. Yep. and you can kind of like look through or like maybe even like step in yep there's also um, on, on this topic as well like uh, brands as well are actually doing city guides to encourage you to go to the cities that the brands are like got flagship stores in right. so Louis Vuitton have a city guide app which is a bit random um, yeah. and it includes guides for 25 cities where they have flagship stores right. it's quite interesting do they just take you to their stores uh, <laughs> I imagine they're on the routes yeah, yeah. but um, the first and last point it features tried and tested favourites including hotels restaurants tea rooms and antique shops well, there you go which is a bit more strange it's just random like that yeah. Uh, brands. It's, an, it's another way to market your yeah, store isn't it's it? an, interesting. It's a bit of an out there yeah. one cool um, moving on next one is weight dash dash minus 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 dash dash decrement uh, yeah so this is really really super focused way of just tracking weight like over time uh, integrates really easy with like health kit so it supports like all smart scales and everything like that um, literally just shows you like one number and a and a graph. Yeah, so just a kind of simple glance. Yep. If you don't want to look at the scales, well, no, it's, you it's, track it's, over yeah, time. it's just yeah, for course. tracking over time. But uh, there's quite a few apps that do this. Um, I found one called Vect, which is like a Scandinavian language. I can't remember which one for weight. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty much does this. So yeah, yeah, kind of cancel this on out. Uh, and that was what it was rejected yeah okay but always just because there's another competitor okay yeah so on that point let's actually talk about that because um, obviously we've rejected quite a few of these now saying oh there's competitors 
I think for us, we do try and live by that by saying like, just because it's competitive doesn't mean we shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. But we also have to take into account like the volume of competitors, how good they actually are and whether that market's big enough as well. Yeah. And it depends on the extent of of the kind of idea in itself. Like yeah. that's a very simple idea. Exactly. Just someone's doing it. You know, they're, they're probably just doing it to the extent that we do it. Yeah. Whereas for something like if I'm selling, you know, coffee equipment, just because someone else is selling coffee equipment in Reading doesn't mean I can't open a store as mm. well and just do it better yeah. than them. Yeah. Sell better quality equipment. Yeah. So with this particular weight uh, tracking app, there's nothing yeah. that we offer that's like For sure. unique or that we think we can do better than a competitor. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the kind of value we'd get out of, out of that is minimal. By spending that amount of resources just trying to the amount we could do better is minimal is what, yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying next cool. next is called rainy um, this was a simple emoji to push weather forecasts to users so I guess when it's rainy it'll push a, a rainy emoji to you in the morning and then that's it yep that was the concept of the app yep. very simple but uh, it's pretty cool pretty cool pretty cool yeah i've seen there's another there's a company that does really well out there that kind of does like fun weather hmm. weather uh, forecast can't recall the name but i think they got very popular on the app store just because it was like fun and yeah just because it was fun and it kind of like gave you a fun message hmm. um with the weather forecast but quite like that it's a nice little yeah. nice little project maybe why was it rejected uh viability really Liability. Yeah. Um, what, what, getting the reliable source of weather. No, we could get a reliable source, but it was just like beyond that. Like, why would we put that much time into it? Yeah, I think it was a. It wasn't a business. It was a fun project. It was. A, it is a. It it's is. a little showcase. Yeah. It's a showcase. Okay. Um, Which yeah. is why we keep these rejected things because maybe one day, but stuff yep. like that, we're not going to focus everything on. Yep. Cool. Uh, do we go to the next one? Have we got time for another one? So how many have we done now? Five, I think. Five, five or six. Yeah, five. Should we go for one more? Okay. This one's... Uh, <laughs> is this a bit controversial? <laughs> so, me and Ross... Um, uh, please don't involve me in this one. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying. <laughs> me, me and Ross built an app. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> four or five years ago. That was called Alibi. Uh, this app basically... Um, tracked where you went and it pulled in the Instagram photos of where you are at that event so say if you're at a gig um, last night it would show you the photos the next morning mm-hmm. maybe you're in one of those photos you don't know and it's just like a diary um, and and this app was sort of alibi for the homeless um, and it was kind of it, you know when you're walking past uh, someone who's living on the street yeah. And you want to give them something. All right. But you can't always at that time. Or you feel social pressure not to, mm-hmm. for example. It's sort of um, a way to, an afterthought of giving something back to that yeah. person that you saw. Um, I guess it's it's like building up a, I don't know how functionally it would work, but it was sort of along the lines of building up um, people you've seen and that you can give back to later in the day. Yeah, that's an interesting concept. Yeah. Um, um, I think we researched those and there's a, there's a charity based in Reading um, called Launchpad who do try and tackle this problem of, you know, homelessness. Yeah, yeah. And they give people shelter and things. And I don't know, I was wondering if there was sort of a joint joint thing to do there with them. Yeah. 
And yeah, it's obviously quite a sensitive topic. It is. Um, but yeah, nothing, nothing kind of like that in the UK as of now. I think. I, well, I think there's a, there's a couple of things that there are aimed at kind of homeless different charity, charities have done it. Yeah. Um, yeah cool. So yeah, I think that there's things available, but yeah, it was just a one of those ideas that I had. Mm. But I think it's rejected because I don't know. Really. Uh, it's because of it's because of kind of that uh, we would need a partner to kind of do it so like Launchpad and we looked at Donate Locate which is essentially what you're describing it allows you to once you've seen someone donate uh, based on the location to a charity and hopefully that charity will be helping that homeless person Mm -hmm. yeah Um, so yeah it's just again we don't really have the expertise in this like I just, yeah. <laughs> I guess we we need not more. We we need to know more about this situation before we build it. Yeah, and a lot of resources. Yep. Well, resources are not too. Like in terms of yeah, I mean, in terms of in terms of like you said, a partner. Yeah, a yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Basically, basically being able to make sure that the the money is actually going back into the community. Because sure. imagine if you picked up some press, but then it's like, well, all we're doing is collecting money. You know, how and that's really bad. Yeah. Um, whereas if you're like okay we're making sure this goes straight back to the community yeah alright cool. sure you sh- one more one more yeah because right. I think this one's quite brief <laughs> I'm, I'm I, love the, I love the feedback on this <laughs> this next one yeah core motion someone want to want to tackle this one I shall uh, so core motion is an iOS framework which uh, uses the motion chips in the later f- iPhones Mm-hmm. Uh, and Core Motion is responsible for accelerometer accelerometer data, uh, motion data, obviously, um, as well as like pedometer. So it tracks a load of stuff. It even tracks like whether you're going upstairs, how many stairs you've gone up every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have an app called Pedometer Plus Plus on my phone, um, which I find really useful because it tells me how far I've got walked every day. Uh, and it doesn't require any extra hardware or anything like that because the the core the motion chip records this information uh, anyway. Yeah. And then apps just kind of subscribe for this information. So all this was was a showcase app to kind of show off all that data. Mm-hmm. Um, so how does the Apple Health app fit in? Because doesn't that do? Well, app, Apple like Health that? Apple Health only gets um, populated with data from apps that have used that data. So yeah. Apple Apple HealthKit. It's just a database, essentially. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't actually record anything unless you have an app to specifically go and record that data and feed it back, or a device, maybe, uh, like a watch. Oh, I sure, yeah. Um, or like gym equipment now. Um, yeah, and unless you've got one of those. And, and obviously, you can import steps into it. So like Pedometer Plus Plus will import your steps into a health kit if you want. Um, but out of the box, it doesn't do anything on its own. I thought it did the uh, steps, didn't it? Well, it, it probably reads from the pedometer, to be honest. Now, what from the built-in one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it does steps now. I think and distance travelled. So yeah, I think it got got rejected based on some uh, value concerns for the end user and monetization concerns. Yeah, monetization is a fair point. Um, but I think so. Pedometer Plus Plus, for instance, just has ads, uh, oh. and this you know this is a very popular app. Um, for and sure, literally yeah. all it does is tell you like how many floors you've gone up, how many kilometers you've walked, and how many steps you've done in a day. So, um, mm. nice, yeah. So we'll end 
the shelf there. Yep. Favorite um, one this time. Favorite one this time. Oh, that's interesting. Is uh, it the one we p- we put back into research research stage? It's got to be in it. <laughs> I do like I do like the walking tours. Hmm. Um, I found that they're valuable whenever I go on holiday. But when I when I was in Croatia, in summer I tried to organize one, but some of them are really expensive. And if if I could have done that on a platform, I'm sure I could have if I looked into it a bit more. But if I could have done that with you know a local guide, yeah, and just like pay through the pay pay through the app, yeah. that would have been great. Yeah. Airbnb your? for walking tours. There you I go. Know. What's your favourites? Um, I think mine was yeah the one that we put back into research stage to do with finding the peripheral and the cable right for your device. Sounds like a good. Good favourite there. Good favourite. What about you, Ross? It's, yeah, it's got to be that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. No, so, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Um, we'll be back to the shelf again very soon, I'm sure. So, yeah, thanks for listening. Thank you.